I, Tim Roy, would continue to mock the 2012 NBA draft here at Warriors.com. Here is how the draft has gone so far. The New Orleans Hornets have taken Anthony Davis with the first overall pick. Charlotte goes with Thomas Robinson with the second pick of the draft. Then Michael Kidd Gilchrist will go third, followed by Harrison Barnes, Bradley Beal of Florida, and then Oakland's own Damian Lillard goes to Portland with the number six pick of the draft, and that's where we are as we have gone through the first six picks. The Warriors are on the clock. And to help us with that selection, uh, Tom Tolbert from KMBR, a former Golden State Warrior, uh, joins us on the line. And, and uh, Tom, I, I guess the first first question for you would be: is as um, you get ready for a, an NBA draft, what's it like as as a player as as the draft starts to get closer and closer? Do players start getting anxious about all this? Uh, you know, I I didn't go in the first round, so I wasn't really. All that anxious. As a matter of fact, I was playing poker with my buddies. I know it's going to shock you, so I'm going to wait a second while you pick yourself up off the floor. And okay, you're back in your seat now. So I was just hanging out with my buddies, and when I was drafted, Coach O'Neill, my assistant coach at Arizona at the time, gave me a buzz and let me know. And then they called me about a half an hour later. I should have known at that point something wasn't going terribly right when I got a call from my assistant coach before the team actually called me. And sure enough. Three months later, I was playing in Spain. So at at this point, as you look at the Warriors, and just for argument's sake, just say that uh, Steph Curry and Andrew Bogut come back and they're reasonably NBA healthy. Uh, okay. What do you foresee the Warriors' needs are? Well, I, everything. I, I don't think you look, obviously, the small forward. If you could find a small forward that you feel really good about and can plug him in, that's certainly the one position where they are unsettled, but they're not good enough at any position to pass up somebody who you think can either start at some point or play significant minutes. I mean, I think Jared Selinger is a guy that would fit in well. I'm I'm a bigger fan of his than most. I know his lack of athleticism scares some people. He plays below the rim, but I've always liked guys who have good footwork, good hands, uh, he always had to go against centers in college. wouldn't necessarily be the case in the NBA. seems like he can shoot out to 18-19 at some point in his career, and that's a big rebounding game, you know, 17, 18, 19 rebounds. So I like him. I like Kendall Marshall. And he's a point guard. You wouldn't necessarily say you need a point guard, but for a guy who reminds me maybe of a left-handed Mark Jackson in the fact that he's not super quick, he doesn't shoot particularly well, but he makes the right basketball plays, and, and he's a winner. And I think that's what helped Mark uh, have the NBA career that he had. You know, it's funny. Uh, you were a former teammate of, of Mark Jackson, and uh, a, as a head coach, he seemed rather calm with it all last year. You know, un unlike a lot of guys in their first year as a head coach and maybe get a little nervous about everything, he seemed to take everything in stride. Well, I think because you're a player, you have a tendency to understand the ups and downs of the game. And I, I, I think he I mean, he knew, too, the position they were in with the injuries that they were facing, that it was going to be, to be tough. And the last thing you want to see as a player is your coach panic and run up and down the sidelines and act like he is seeing something he didn't expect. That's the one thing as a player you want to feel like whatever is happening on the court, your coach expected that or can adjust to that. Just nothing 
nothing surprises you. If you look at a coach and it looks like, oh, my God, and then, uh, then you're like, uh-oh, we're, we're in deep trouble here because he didn't expect that. How are we going to be able to adjust to something like that? So, you know, I, I thought under the circumstances, uh, good year by him uh, wasn't great but good and didn't surprise me. That was the type of player he was. He was certainly not over the top, although I'm still waiting for a coaching shimmy at some point. I don't know that we're going to get that, but I would love to see that at some point, maybe when they win a championship. But overall, that's the type of player he was, pretty even killed. Yeah, Steph Curry gave him a shimmy during a game once last year. I think hopefully we'll see that again at some point. <laughs> hey, hey, one question before I ask you for this election. How do you see the uh, NBA Finals? Uh, thunder. I picked the Thunder from the, the get-go. Uh, it wouldn't shock me to see the Miami Heat win, but you know, it just is a lot of boxes I can check off when I look at the Thunder, other than having won a championship before. They've gone through the process of getting to the Western Conference Finals, losing, then getting there and winning. They have a dynamic point guard. They have a lockdown perimeter defender. You have one of the NBA's premium scorers and closers in Kevin Durant. You have a Baca who's a very active forward that can step out and do some damage away from the bucket, and I would suspect at some point he may get a shot on LeBron James who's big enough, physical enough to handle him. And then in Perkins, you have a low-post defender, not that they will need that much against Miami. And then you got Harden coming off the bench and Collison to give you some, some depth and Fisher with some experience. So I just think they have a complete team. They lost two to San Antonio and then picked themselves up off the mat, and I think that will do wonders for them. They had to struggle versus Dallas early on in that series. So I think a lot of the stuff they faced early, a lot of the adversity, will help them in the finals. And I just think they're a more complete team than Miami. Okay, so now the pressure's on. General Manager Tom Tolbert is being asked for his selection. If the uh, draft goes the way it has gone with our NBA mock draft, the Golden State Warriors with the number seven pick of the 2012 NBA draft select. I'm going to go Jared Sellinger. Now, once again, Timmy, everybody else understands. I've watched these guys from the couch. (laughs) <laughs> and there may have been a couple beers involved, so I'm not even sure if he's right-handed or left-handed. No, the the right. east of the right. east. I know he's right-handed, but yeah, I, the... I like him. I like him, and I think they can use some extra depth on the front court. I don't think you have to force getting a three. They have some depth at three. They don't necessarily have one guy that can go out and get it done. And sure, would you like to see some more scoring from your three-man? Yeah, that that's a scoring position in the NBA. But they have some guys that can shoot threes in Brandon Rush if they resign him. Dominic McGuire will be interested if they resign him. If they do, they can give you some tenaciousness. Uh, Jefferson is kind of an all-around veteran right now. But I I do. I like Solinger because I like hands and feet. No, it's not a fetish. It's a, uh, I guess you can call it a basketball (laughs) fetish. I just like guys that, that have good footwork. And I think he's a guy that has played against fives Maybe we'll enjoy playing against fours a little bit more in the NBA. And, look, I'll go back to what I said earlier. I know a lot of people were worried about his lack of athleticism, that he's a four that plays below the rim. That's okay. I'm not expecting him to be Kevin Love, but Kevin Love's the guy that plays below the rim, and he's done okay for himself. So, Tom Tolbert, the uh, Rex Ryan of talk show hosts. With the, uh... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Three to seven every afternoon on KMBR 680, the sports leader. Tom, what's your uh, Twitter handle there? At Byron Jr. 23. There you go. So follow At Tom Byron on Twitter. Jr. Follow uh, Tom on Twitter. And, and uh, hey, Matt, it's always great to uh, talk some hoop with you. Thanks for helping us out in our 2012 NBA mock draft. 
No problem, Tim. Anytime. Thank you, Tom Tolbert of KMBR, for helping us in our 2012 NBA mock draft. He takes Jared Sollinger of Ohio State. What do you think about that pick? We're going to get some more opinions, though. We need more help with this Golden State Warriors number 7 selection in the 2012 NBA lottery. So we're going to go to cyberspace, go on the Internet, and find out from Rich Twu of Golden State of Mind. Steve Berman, the Bay Area sports guy, Rashid Malik from WarriorsWorld.net, and Adam Lorenzen, who writes the GSW Fast Break for the San Jose Mercury News and related newspapers. These are four guys that cover the Warriors with a passion. We're going to get their opinion of Tommy's pick and get their own selections as we continue with our NBA mock draft. And then it's on to north of the border. We go to Toronto to find out who the Raptors will be taking with the eighth overall selection in the 2012 NBA draft. I'm Tim Roy, and thank you as we continue to mock the 2012 NBA draft.